I have a very tight knit family. <sighs> we have we have our ups and downs, but we have a solid relationship. We, much like a lot of other families, are discovering as I talk more and more to other people, have these group chats or text chats or text group chats. And I, you know, I have a lot of cousins. Um, so it's, you know, can't all text individually. So we just came up with this group chat. So a small group of us grew up seeing each other almost every day or every weekend in our group chat. We talk about everything and occasionally politics and culture comes up. One of the arguments or debates, you know, depending on how you look at it, uh, racism was kind of brought up. The disagreement was about the constitution. So I invited the person, I, I invited that person onto the show to do a quick interview. Uh, I don't think we are quite ready to have a, you know, myself as well, have a debate just about some issues with today's politics and culture. I did, however, want to give him a platform for him to explain himself with no interruption for me. So I didn't debate. Uh, podcaster of No Bad News, business owner of Motivated by Design, Dom P. Go for it. Okay. Um, this first question is, what is your basic understanding of racism? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I would say my, my basic understanding is, is what I would hope uh, a lot of people understand as, as racism, which would be, you know, um, pre- prejudice, um, this discrimination or um, some form of antagonism uh, directed towards a, a person or people because of like their, their biological connection to, to a particular uh, race or, or minority. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so my next question is, do you think giving someone a advantage mm-hmm. over any race is racist? You know, it's, it's, it's funny. Cause, uh, when you, when you first messaged me that question, I had, you know, uh, did my, wrote my answer down and, and, and tried to think about it. Uh, but it was more so, you know, it, it's a dumb, it's a, uh, a double standard question in my personal opinion. Um, but in certain, certain circumstances, it is racist. And, and, in and in other circumstances, it's intentional. Um, for instance, you know, you, you talked about, uh, feminism in one of your latest podcasts. And if, you know, there's a, a, a black female law firm that only wants to employ black women, that's, that's their narrative. That, and, and it, it coincides, coincides with their, their vision and their mission. But let's say, there's a law firm that only chooses to employ black females and uplifting the black woman isn't in their mission or vision, then, then I'd say that's, that's, that's bias and for sure. Okay. So, so you are saying that an advantage over any advantage over any race is racist. Yeah, but like I said, it's it's a double-edged sword, but yeah, it is. If you're asking okay. to, to not be in a gray area, yes, it is. Okay. Um, now, you can speak from personal experience, or you can even speak from, like, maybe something you read or people you may know, mm-hmm. but do you think the Black race is a weak race? Do I think it is it a weak race? Yes. You break that down and 
you will you will find huge flaws. I wouldn't say that it's a weak race, but I would say it is not a it's not a collective race. Being being black is 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 very hard because you know we're we're prejudiced against our own people. Um, I don't know how you feel about me using profanity. Is 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 that going to be a problem? Uh, I don't particularly swear on my podcast, but I mean, well, well, I say that because it's if, you think, if you if you think about if you think about like back back in the slavery days, um, and you just think about you know a lot of people where where the term mulatto came from and and things of that nature, and it's just like if you were if you were darker skin, you were considered an outdoor worker. If you were lighter skin, you were you were considered a, a house worker. You know, um, and obviously the, the the racial term that comes along with it is you outdoor or you a house, you know. So um, I, I think that's actually carried over in, into today's society because we have certain circumstances where it's dark skin versus light skin, you know. So when you see that, it's it's really tough to say that we're weak, but it, it does show that there is a lot of division. Um, there, there's a, there's a ton of division amongst the black community, so it's not a weak it's it's, it's not weak, but it, it shows signs of of big flaws that creates ammunition for for people to battle against us and 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 win easily. Hmm. Okay, so I'm I'm not even gonna uh, dial in, but I hear what you're saying. Uh, my next question is: Are there any specific, because you and I had a conversation not too long ago on yeah. the Cousins chat. Mm-hmm. And one of the things you had said was the Constitution is racist. Mm-hmm. So I said, well, what what laws in the Constitution are racist? Right. Um, so are there any specific racist laws? Yeah. And if so, which ones and how are they enforced? And, Take your time. Don't don't rush the answer. Okay. And then we, if if you do believe so, just give examples. No. Okay. Perfect. I was, I was about to say like, do I got time to kind of state myself um, to to state my name and state my gangster? But uh, the the laws aren't racist per se anymore, but the people that uphold the laws can be. So like to break it down, you know, sixty five years ago after, um, you know, fourteen year old Emmett Till was was lynched. In Mississippi, you know, Congress approved legislation designating lynching as a, as a hate crime under federal law. And I know we kind of talked about this, too, with 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 Georgia and everything like that. And you're just like, you know, why does it have to be a law if it's, uh, you know, a crime um, if you if you kill somebody? Um, but it's crazy because when, when Congress approved that legislation designating lynching as a hate crime under federal law, the measure was approved 410 to 4. So that that means 410 people approved saying this law should be, you know, uh designated as a hate crime. And then there's four people that's basically saying, "Ah, nah, lynching ain't a crime." You know what I'm saying? So um it, it's it's some gray area. You can play either way you want to go cuz we we can play it on on my end where I feel like, you know, it's a hate crime based off of what it's what it's mostly known for throughout history and and you know, it was lynching slaves from trying to run away, things of that nature. You know, history books say a ton of different things. It can be the way that you view it, where it's like if you kill a man, no matter how you kill him, it's against the law. You're going to jail, whether if you lynch him or shoot him. Um, so you can you can play both sides of that. But, um, you know, just a history lesson, you know, 
as far as laws being racist or, or prejudice, you know, in, in 1619, the first shipment uh, of slaves were stolen from their land and, and forced into America. Now, after the slave revolt led by Nat Turner, and I think that was like 1831, all slave states except Maryland, Kentucky, Tennessee, I think it was Tennessee, passed laws against teaching slaves how to read and write. And I say that because the U.S. Constitution was written in 1787, which means, um, you know, most blacks didn't know what it meant or how it even or how even to read and comprehend it 40 until 44 years after it was written. So you figure, you know, for a 44 year head start, we didn't understand the law. Certain states didn't have the same laws. So regardless if a law applies to a black or white people, it is it, blatantly you know, worded the, the 44 years of head start have created loopholes, stipulations, special circumstances that all black people don't fully grasp. And I think, you know, it just, it, it causes, it causes confusion when you don't fully understand something, me personally. And, you know, I don't know, I don't know to this day, but even when I got my DUI, um, the judge at the time, granted, you know, and I'm, like I said, like it's, this is, this, this may be just me, but this is my personal experience. White judge, uh, white panel, white police officers, and a white county, Ottawa County. You know that that's by it's that's by the Lake Michigan in West Michigan by the lake. So when I got my DUI, obviously I did my overnighter in jail, and then I had to go back to court for um, an arraignment. And my arraignment wasn't even two weeks after my stop. And when they had asked me, you know, if I had taken drugs and or if I had marijuana in my system, I did the thing what I thought was going to be the right thing. And it was be honest. So when they asked me if there were if there was any drugs in my system, I said, yep, THC. And the judge after me telling the judge this and this is my arraignment, he goes, when's the last time that you um, ingested marijuana or THC? And I'm like, the last night I ingested it was the night that I was pulled over and, and arrested for my DUI. I haven't used it since. And he goes, so if I test you today, you're going to test clean. I'm like, well, that was two weeks ago. I, no, I'm not. And he sent me to jail. Fast forward. I've, I've, two of my buddies both had DUIs. They weren't black. They had the same exact judge. Neither one of them did jail time. Neither, neither one of them did the amount of probation that I did. So it's, you know, from, and I even asked them, like, did y'all have a lawyer? They're like, no nope, public defender. And I'm like, dude, like, wow, this is, this is wild. You know, so those, those special certain circumstances, stipulations that I was referring to, it, it, you know, it, in my opinion, it, it came into play in that point. Okay. Okay. Um, so then the, uh, the last and final thing, um, before you can get out of here, uh, I don't, before I ask my question, real quick story. Yeah. Uh, I don't think, I don't believe, I don't feel, so three words, America is racist. Because mm -hmm. America is a country. Mm -hmm. And we, as Americans, should embrace America American philosophy. Mm -hmm. Not all of us do it. Actually, a lot of us, a lot of us don't do it. Um, so, America, obviously, 
it can't be racist, but the people are. Right. The people are racist. Right. Uh, so, I guess, I guess, and I think I, I don't think I sent this one to you, but I think I did. I'm not sure. Anyways, do you think the American philosophy is racist? I think. I, I think the way that you Take your time. I think Take your time. The, I think the way that you verbed it to me was, you know, people are racist, but do you think the foundation of America is racist? Um Yes. And what I will say is the foundation essentially is that that I that I, you know, you read the history books and, you know, it's it's funny. I can't think of the name of the movie, but the entire movie they're painting this it's, it's, and I think it's Leonardo DiCaprio and somebody else, but one's an undercover. Both of them are undercover detective cops. One's dirty. One's clean. The whole movie, they paint the actual uh, officer. That's actually the one that's doing the right thing. They paint him as the bad guy, the whole movie. Um, and they, they, they basically paint the picture of the, the, um, the bad cop, the bad undercover cop as, as the good cop the whole movie and in the end you see where the switch is and it's just like oh man i was rooting for the bad guy the whole time so you know the foundation i think that was at the party the party yep yep that was a great movie and i and i think that's a that's a good reference to how some people view america um the the foundation of america is is to me built off of hate and greed you know this is you know by the hands of of, of african americans and and by the blood of the natives that were already here um, you know, but in the history books, it'll tell you, you know, Christopher Columbus discovered America. And in my, in my eyes, when, you know, when you discover something for the first time, like it's it, you, you found it, you know, I, I landed on the moon and I found, um, you know, whatever, whatever specimen of, of, of this, uh, of this mineral or whatever, you know, nobody else has found it yet. But if I jump on the moon and I see a hundred other people on the moon and they got the same thing and I basically kick all their butts and take it and come back to to uh, <laughs> come uh, come back to, to our planet, come back to Earth, and I've got this mineral. I found it. I discovered it. You know, and then I write this book on how I found it and saying, like, I, I landed on a ship, I went to the moon, and I came back and I brought it. I don't, you know, I don't talk about, you know, me killing the other people and stuff like that, and they, and they portrayed it as that's the way it was, you know, that Christopher Columbus was great. But just to, just to wrap this up, you know, the foundation of America is built off of hate and greed. Um, you know, by the hands of African Americans and, and by the blood of the natives. And if it if it wasn't built on racism, you know, why are people getting bent all out of shape for asking for the removal of slave owner statues? That's that's like having a statue up of a pedophile in an all girls school, and one of the mother realizes who that is and saying, "Hey, it's got to go," and then people backlashing at her like, "But that's our history," you know. So. America itself, the country, the 50 states are not racist. The people in power, the people that believe in, in, in uh, the segregation era and believe in, uh, you know, just, just all the racist things, that's, that's where the racism comes from. That's where the division comes from. You know, it's, it stemmed from a lot of things, but they're still like, and I've, and I've seen it, and I know you've seen it too. I, don't, I know it's not, every white person is not racist. We, everybody knows that. 
but they are they are black people that are racist. They don't want to say they're racist. There are Arabic people that are racist. There are Muslim people that are racist. I mean, every culture has a sense of racism, but it's the sixty percent of the 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 majority of this country that essentially is in the driver's seat. So they so they get to dictate where our boundaries are because we're you know essentially everybody's outnumbered that that i mean you think about it like where did the term minority come from it came from the people that didn't have as much roots didn't have as much people didn't have as much ethnics in this in this country or any country for that matter as as the people that quote unquote founded it so the the foundation of america and the picture that we've painted if people look at it is is, is built on racism hate and greed. All right, that's uh, it's pretty deep. Uh, like I said, I'm not gonna, I'm not here to uh, to debate with you. I just want to hear what, you, what your no. opinions were. I'll probably have um, stuff to say. Probably like five, ten minutes of uh, stuff to say um, to end the show yeah. off. So uh, I'm glad that you uh, took the time out to. Give me some answers, answer some questions for me. Just want to, because uh, I don't think you're alone in the mindset of that. Like I think that is a that is a ninety percent of Americans think that way. Gotcha. Of black Americans, mm-hmm. black Americans think that way. So um, probably this probably won't be the last time I interview you. So anyway, Don P, aka Motivated by Design, yes. podcaster of No Bad yes. News. Um, so go check out the show, No Bad News. Oh, it's on Spotify and all other uh, what's it, Apple. Yeah, Apple Apple Podcasts, Anchor. Apple Play, yep. Yep, so go check them out. Um, yeah, so thanks, hey, Thank Tom. you, man. Go Hi, blue. brother. Go blue. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Let's Talk Shop. So there you have it. Do I agree with Don P and his answers? Not all of them. Some of you probably probably already know my answers, but I'm going to give them to give them to you anyway. First question: What's the basic understanding of racism? As I said before in a previous podcast, the basic understanding of racism should be when one race puts their race over another. So a white person thinking they're better than a black person just because of their color, that's racist. Prejudice is a a form of racism based off, how do I put this? Prejudice can be a form of racism entirely. It is a form, but it's not entirely. Why? Because I can be prejudiced towards one some based on multiple reasons. Their age, their height, their weight, their religion, their sex, etc. But you can be, for example, an, an old black man and an old Japanese man. You can be a tall white girl or a tall Hispanic girl. You can be a Mexican Catholic or an Irish Catholic. If I were prejudiced, then I could be prejudiced against any of these classes. For example, if I was prejudiced 
towards old people. You know, I can't. I would say stuff like, I can't stand when old people are on the road. They drive slow. I can't stand being around old people. They smell funny and they move slowly. I can't stand old people who can't keep up with technology. They are slow. (laughs) It almost sounds like I'm being serious. But you get my point. So a person can be prejudiced and not racist. But to be clear, prejudice and racism are very close cousins. The second question I asked Do you think giving any race an advantage over another race is racist? The answer is simply yes, no matter what it is. Now, Dom said it was a double standard question. I don't really see why. When I started off in life, I was born into a democratic family, policy-wise, because I still believe in my heart the way my family is made up is conservative. There are a lot of gray areas of policies and ideas, but sometimes, like I said before in previous podcasts, let's make it basic. Let's make it simple, rational, understandable. If you give a race an advantage over another race, it's racist, period. Not a double standard. But I respectfully disagree and agree with Don. The next question was a really tough question. I love Dom's answer because it's almost how I would have answered it. The question is, do you think the black race is a weak race? I'm speaking specifically to black Americans. Some of you are going to hate my answer, but I thought about this for several days. I actually put the podcast off for a few days because of the backlash I'm about to receive. (laughs) But we are not a united race. We are more at war with each other than we are with anyone else. Our neighborhoods are more crappy than all other neighborhoods. It's been this way since I've known it. This may be a little long, but I want to be very clear. I don't look down on my race or my people. I want them to get better. Get better. I want more dads to be there. I want more moms to get to to let go of pain and hurt, you know, let go of the grudges towards their their men and their baby fathers. I want black people to care more about credit and finances instead of shoes and status. I want them to stop looking for bailouts from the government. I want them to show some kind of accountability for their actions. I want them to start caring for their communities. I see some of the nicest houses in the worst neighborhoods. I want us to look out for each other more and more, be more supportive of businesses, businesses outside of the barber shops and the you know mom and pop food shops. Like we should still, you know, support them. But let's look further. You know, we have a black everything. So I do think we were strong people, but we get weaker by the day. We let liberal-led organizations define us. Or rather, we don't disassociate ourselves from them. I talk to many people. A lot are in support of BLM, but don't know why. So Dom's right. Remember when we were the second most populous people in the country? That's not us anymore. 
We are so concerned with the white people accepting us when we don't just accept each other. I remember as a kid, there was this guy. His name was D. I only know that because he put D in front of all his businesses. D's ice cream, D's music, D's uh, was it state or tax something. But he brought a music shop in the neighborhood first, and he made good money. And after making enough money, he bought an ice cream spot. Oh, it was insurance. So then he opened up an insurance spot. And if everyone in the neighborhood would just have just kept, if they would just kept supporting him, he may have bought the whole neighborhood. I don't know. But we can be better. We have some issues. So (laughs) it's not the answer you thought I was going to give. So it's kind of anticlimactic, but that's my answer. The next question was, are there any specific racist laws? No, not anymore. I think the only racial law that protects specific classes is affirmative action. I'm going to go through this real quick. It's a heavy answer. But Dom talks about 1619 when black slaves were brought to America. Let me say this. The slaves that were brought here were slaves in Africa. Blacks were owned by specific powerful groups that were in competition with themselves. Blacks, and when I say these blacks, these are actual Africans. So these Africans traded other Africans to America for weapons and other goods. So slavery has been around. America didn't thrive on it as much as people think or thought. We also, we we were the first to end slavery. You know, the Middle East, who also used slavery, didn't stop until like the late 80s or 90s. I'm not entirely sure. But the whole America and getting ahead and white people having 200 years of a head start on us, it's BS. And some of us should be considered lucky to have ancestors who lived through all the tough times for us to live in the best country who has it better who has a better country i don't look at this life as a glass half empty it's half full so let go of the the life you never went through make our ancestors proud and thrive people are racist the world the u.s will continue to produce racist people black white asian hispanic race does not belong to anyone or racism, rather, doesn't belong to anyone. Anyone and everyone can be racist. Stop thinking black people aren't racist or can't be racist. If you say something, picture a white person saying it. If you think it's racist, then you being black doesn't change that it's still a racist comment. Another thing, affirmative action, kind of a race-driven law. It's supposed to protect minorities and women and other protected classes. It's, It's supposed to help them them get white-dominated jobs or get into white-dominated schools. You never hear of a white person suing HBCUs if they didn't get accepted to the school. But all affirmative action does is helps hide the bigots and the racists. That's all it does. It forces racists to hire people. What if you went somewhere, like a retail store, in the hood, you know, a predominantly black neighborhood, for example, 
And while you were in the store, you see nothing but white people. No blacks, no Hispanics, just whites. And it's in a predominantly black area. Something you would be thinking would say, this ain't adding up right. The math ain't making sense. You later discover that the owner is racist. He won't even hire black people. Well, black people will stop shopping there. He'll probably lose other groups as well. Every group has a larger portion of love and won't support the hate or hate groups. The, that place of business will be, be known as a business of hate and racism. It'll probably go under. And on top of that, there's probably another business out there that is the complete opposite. On a side note, I never see whites or any other race working at a business owned by Arabs. <laughs> Have you? They don't, they don't hire black people. You still go there. That's just a random thought. But just um, keep that in mind. Affirmative action helps hide the true racism. Um, last question. And the answer is in the question. Kind of. People are racist. But America... But is America and its philosophy racist? No. No. I don't think I'll discuss the American philosophy today. I'll use that for next show. But just understand the answer is no. Now, we need jobs. We need people to do all jobs. We need people to do jobs that are hard, jobs that suck, jobs that pay like crap. But we need people to do jobs that pay well and jobs that are complicated. We need restaurant workers just as much as we need doctors. I know restaurant workers, they don't make great money, but we still need someone to do the job. We need social workers. We need teachers. It does not pay the greatest, and it's a tough job, but we need someone to do it. My point is, you can come to America or be born here. You can be whoever you want to be. This is the only place in the world where you can be in the country. You can't be African Chinese. You can't be Egyptian German. You know, in like Germany. <laughs> you can't be Latino Irish in Ireland. But you can be American. Till next time, guys. Thank you.